welcome to episode two, season two, Street Pete's podcast. With me, as always, your boy, Taylor Powers. Oi. How Hello, you going, viewers. Mate? How you going, mate? Ah, doing all right. Another day in paradise. There you go, man. What are we doing this week? Um, well, we're going to review the kind of crazy movie of uh, Southland Tales that you watched for the first time that I watched for probably the 40th time. Yeah, this is definitely a Taylor pick this week. Fuck yeah. No doubt. I needed something outlandish, something that broke the mold of the normalcy that we fucking day-to-day view, the garbage that we ingest. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, dude, I'd never even heard of it before you brought it up. Right, it was one of those fucking like B-list movies that flew under the radar that had a lot of big names in it that nobody knew, and I mean, they made use of their time and made something pretty fucking wild. Yeah, the fa- the fact that it was like a fifteen million dollar budget and it made like three hundred thousand bucks was absolutely retarded. Wait, it cost them fifteen million and they only made three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, look it up, man. It was not that much. Oh yeah, budget seventeen million, yeah. box office three hundred seventy-four thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, three hundred thousand bucks. Well, shit, they made money off me. I paid twenty-five bucks for that Blu-ray. There you go. Well, that's not included. That's box office, but. Eek. All right, not about the movie yet, but. I want to talk about something that's coming up with me lately, with the, in the next couple of weeks that I'm super fucking excited about. And that is Louisville Arcade Expo 2018. Yeah, it's going to be pretty fucking badass. Shut the fuck up. I invited you, you motherfucker. You did not invite me. I did so. I told you I would buy a fucking plane ticket, and you went, meh. Well, I was the plus one, so I can't really plus one another one. Mm, That's kind of true. Yeah, you fucking dickhead. Don't even act like you invited (laughs) me. If you would have told me about this in, like, December, I would have fucking bought a plane ticket. Right. Especially with all that tax dollar. Fuck yeah. No, we're going to... So the Arcade Expo goes from Thursday to Sunday. So I'm flying in Thursday night and uh, doing karaoke. We're fucking going to go play some video games, getting drunk as shit. Fucking... And then, the best part, the coup de gras, Saturday night, fucking go-karts. Bluegrass fucking go-karts. Are they gas or electric? I don't know. They did it last year, and it's. I guess it was pretty fucking crazy. Hey, you know what they did last year? They fucking dressed up as Mario Kart characters. Yeah, but you're a slow driver, so I mean, it ain't going to help you none. All right, well, I'll be fucking Yoshi then. Slow as fuck. Ain't going to help you any. <laughs> you're going to be Yoshi no matter what. I'm going to be drunk as shit is what I'm going to be. Well, fuck yeah. If you're not, then you're failed. Right? If you ain't first, you're fucking last and drunk, right? I mean, I tend to be drunk and first so i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> what are what's your experience with racing high-powered go-karts high-powered none are we talking about shifter carts fucking like 150 mile an hour plus no have you ever been on one of those um i've sat in one you've never driven one though fuck no they're like eight ten thousand dollar fucking go-karts what nobody just lets you just fucking drive their 100 mile an hour go-kart but in terms of like around town go-karting expositions yeah we've had our fair share of oh yeah drunken shenanigans okay if you okay see this is the stupidest thing 
these guys have to know that people come in there fucking just lit up. Like that has to be a, a like a, a an expected thing. Like you're gonna get a bunch of people who just come, they get fucked up in the parking lot and come in and race. Cause, but at the same time, why does it fucking matter? You're on a closed course in a five point harness on a fucking six hundred pound fucking go kart that can't really fucking go anywhere on a closed track. True. Okay, but let's talk from our experience though. Okay. How how many times have we? we have probably been what fifteen or twenty times at least. At least, and how many times have we been sober? Zero. Why Zero. would you go sober? Exactly. That's the only place that it's like legal to fucking get hammered and drive. Well, I mean, at the same time, if they think you're drunk, they'll kick you the fuck out. Or well, yeah, you can't be a fucking real idiot. good at playing fucking nonchalant while we're in the fucking pit lane. Exactly. <laughs> Especially when we're fucking knocking each other over in the carts. Like, right? Hey, fucking, all right, gay lord, let's go. Yeah, I mean, you put that head sock on and you got to pretend to be sober until you fucking hit the track. <laughs> There's so much truth to that. Holy shit. It's like, all right, fake it till you make it. It's yeah, well, okay. I mean, we used to go to the gas station right down the street from when, well, not K1, Octane. Mm hmm. Mm. It was F1. Mm -hmm. And so when it was F1, right by your old fucking condo, we would go to the Circle K. We would each pick up a three-pack of fucking tall boys, yeah. Coors Lights. We'd go to the parking lot, and that's three tall boys is six beers. Oh, yeah. And we would drink six beers in the matter of time that it took us to smoke three or four cigarettes. Yeah. Maybe, we'll say, leniency, half an hour. Yeah. Yep. So six beers in a half an hour. We had probably been drinking before we even had mm -hmm. the idea to go and go go-karting. It's and usually it's usually like a half-cocked sort of idea. It's like, yeah, yeah it's we're, like, a we're a couple beers in. Let's fucking go race go-karts. Right? And then we put ourselves six, board, six beers deeper, and when you get in there, they have a two-beer limit. Yeah. You can only drink two beers. Right. And so the first thing that we fucking do is go to the bar and get another beer, mm -hmm. and then we check in for our races, and we drink that and drink another before the races even start, yep. and then we know shit's on. And then we coast. Well, yeah. I think the pro the reason that we never had a problem is because we're competitive. <laughs> yeah. We're really fucking competitive, and so we get out there. And it's like the booze gives us fucking like beer goggles on the finish line. You take wool over the eyes and you're like, all right, well, I got to fucking focus. I can't be too drunk for this. Right? But... Like the only time that we're getting drunk and belligerent is when some slow fat motherfucker won't get out of the way. And so we spin him the fuck out. <laughs> it's like, fuck <laughs> you, dude. Like get out of the goddamn way. I'm trying to pass you. Quit fucking weemo whopping over here. What do you know about passing on yellow? Big no-no? I don't know actually any racing rules. All that I know is that if you ain't first, you're last. And so I don't give a fuck if it's slow caution or someone fucking seized on the fucking racetrack. I'm going around to that finish line. Oh, man, you are pandering to a couple of... I'll tell you about this later, but you're pandering right now. That's all I'm going to say. I, fuck you, I Micah. Mean, well, I agree. Whatever, whoever you're fucking... Whoever you just fuck you to. Um, <laughs> I didn't fuck you to anybody. You just said fuck you, Micah. Fuck you, Micah. Exactly. So if you're fucking Micah, I'm coming because for you, he agrees with me that you're in it to win it, 
And so I don't give a shit that your shoe fell off while you were fucking playing Nintendo 64. <laughs> That's like screaming, I don't have a gun. You can't kill me in Goldeneye. Bitch, I found one first. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Perfect analogy. Yeah. Perfect analogy. That's what it all boils down to. I Because back in the day, my brothers, we would always fight over, well, you can't shoot me until I find a gun. Motherfucker, I'll follow you until you find that gun and then kill you fucking as soon as you pick exactly. it up. Exactly. Like... I, I don't want to hear this shit about, oh, I didn't have time to get a gun. We both fucking spawned. If you don't know where the guns are, that's your own goddamn fault. Okay. And so if you need a yellow flag because your fucking tampon flew out in the middle of the racetrack, <laughs> fuck off. Pull over and <laughs> pop that shit back in. All right, here. I'll get I, – I, I need your expertise on this because I wasn't there, obviously. But I've heard stories from two different sides. Okay, so last year at the Louisville Arcade Expo, there was a couple of dudes who I'm homies with. Uh, Kyle and Ryan from the Experience Grind podcast, Mike and Purdue, he, who is the fucking lord and savior planner of this Louisville Arcade Expo trip, and there's a couple other people, you know, from Tadpog and 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 Nerdy Thursday, whatever. Um, so, I guess what happened was Ryan and Kyle were in first and second, and someone spun out. They put a caution flag out, and Micah passed on a caution flag while you were supposed to slow down. And he won, so does that disqualify you or not? What it would all boil down to, in my opinion, is because they were all friends, and they were all competing together. Now, a random, fuck them. Who the fuck cares? Somebody spins out, spin out whoever's in front of you, and let them spin out together. Mm -hmm. Now, if you guys are all friends, and you're competing, and you're racing together... It would all boil down to the gap that was between them when the caution flag went out. Now, if you're hitting a turn and caution flag comes out and one and two decide to just go into limp coast mode and take the outside of a corner and you just happen to let off the gas without braking and take the inside and that gives you the lead, yeah, yeah. that's one thing. Right Now, if you're half a lap behind and you completely disregard the yellow to catch up to said friends because you want to compete with them. Right. That's a little bit more shysty in my opinion because they had you and you used a negative to your advantage. Okay. But if it's one, two, three and you're all really close and by the chance one and two happen to adhere to the yellow flag more so than three and that gives three the upper leg, sucks for you one and two you should have fucking <laughs> you should have known that this was competition fair enough fair enough i'm okay with that how do you think i'm gonna place against these because your boy over here all right okay this has no correlation whatsoever your boy's pretty fucking good at mario kart it, mario kart doesn't fucking mean anything thank you here's what i'm going to rate your experience on is so when we were at f1 the average lap time of the average people that we were going against was about 42 seconds a lap. Yeah. And now we got to print out after every race of every lap time, our best lap and all that. And the pack would average 42 seconds a lap. And we would be sub 39. We'd be yeah. anywhere from 36 to 38 seconds a lap. And right. so I can't say if that's because me and Jordan – were showing you the line and you were following us right. or what? Because it seemed like me and Jordan were always like neck and neck within a couple seconds of fastest lap. And we were always trailing each other around it. But 
you were right. We one, two, three, ninety five percent of the right. races that right, we right. did. Yeah, and so I I don't know these guys to know whether or not they're going to be average Joe's gym mm. or they're going to be fucking. What was the purple guys in dodgeball? Oh God, uh, fuck. Oh, Globo Jim. Globo Jim. I don't know <laughs> if they're going to be Globo Jim or Average Joe's. And uh, so yeah. if they are drivers and they enjoy cars, I think that you're going to be top two. Okay. I'm all right with that. If How many people are going total? What's your total pack? Um, People who are reserved for the go-kart night, I think there's 28. Oh, my God. Okay. So you're going to be top seven. Okay. I'm thinking like six, seven. I'm gonna people. be fucking hammered. Okay, so we'll put you in top ten. Okay. If you have a good night, top three. All right, I'm okay with that. I mean, you know how to drive. Yeah. You're a pussy driver, but you know how to drive, and in you understand the schematics of driving and what to do and what not to do. And so, I think it all boils down to how competitive these guys are, how much they understand vehicles and enjoy vehicles, and how much they want to fucking kick your ass for having this first place trophy in front of me. <laughs> That's funny you mentioned that, because I got a fucking target on my back because of that. Fuck yeah, I, I figured you would. I got a big old target. Yeah, if you can drive with a fucking joystick, they want to see if you can drive with a fucking go-kart steering wheel. Right, right. No, but on, on the competition aspect of it, these guys are fucking competitive. Well, yeah, I, I mean, think I, they're I think they're going for the throat, bro. I can't imagine that they would not be competitive, but being competitive and playing games like Gran Turismo does not correlate right. to being able to physically corner a True. turn True. and know when to accelerate, when to brake, when to decel, and all of that comes from experience. And right. so, granted, you drive a forty thousand dollar race car. Essentially, I mean. Let's be honest, that was, in my circle of friends, that was, as a 12-year-old, that was like a height of, like, race car. Right. Driving a Subaru STI. Like, that's what you strive for because mm-hmm. it's on the rally circuit. It's on fucking racing circuits. And so, granted, you first, second, sixth, shift that Shut bitch. Shut the fuck up with that but bull. You have, with that shit. You have a deeper understanding of how driving works and how... It correlates, and so we've always been good on the go-kart track, so I don't yeah. think that you're going to do yeah. poorly as long as you can hold your liquor. <laughs> well, we all know I have trouble with that. Yeah, you drank Zero. fucking two and a half beers in five minutes. Way to go. <laughs> oh, thanks for fucking, thanks for really, really incriminating me there. Well, I mean, I'm talking mad shit, too. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do five beers, five minutes. Yeah. No problem. Put the money on me. Put the money on me, bro. Yeah, not going to happen. No. God, I know I was fucking worthless, dude. Yeah, I knew that you would be. I knew I would be. At least I did three beers in you five minutes. You did three beers. You spit out fucking half a beer, you quarter sucker. Quarter beer. All right, all right. I'll if I could fit a half a beer in my mouth at a single time, I could be able to drink beer a lot faster. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen those fucking right? videos of those dudes who just, they fucking just down pints? Well, yeah. Like, uh, you they open also your... deep throat black guys. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's a fucking, that is a very good talent, I guess. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't know. It got them far in life on the street corner. <laughs> they made a they made a couple of quick bucks. Give them a break. Yeah, 20 bucks is 20 bucks, right? You damn straight. 
<laughs> but to surmise, I think if you do top five at twenty eight people, it's a big fucking yeah. group. I mean, F one wouldn't support twenty eight people on a single race. No, no, we're doing. So, I guess. I guess they're doing brackets. So, okay, I was gonna uh, say this has be... to be a really fucking like yeah legit racetrack to fucking house twenty eight people and you reserve the entire deal. I think it's very, very similar to Octane or yeah. F1. And so, so I figured we would. they were doing brackets head-to-head fastest times. Octane would let, what, like 20 people out? I think it's 20, yeah. And so, yeah, if yeah, you're 20 splitting or 21, it up 14, I think, 14 to 14, Yeah. I mean, I think that you'll be able to post a better lap time than 90% of the people there. Yeah, I'm going to think and so. And if you actually try hard, I mean, top three isn't out of reach yeah i'd be surprised if you get number one because you're kind of a shitty driver Eh, it is what it is yeah (laughs) i'm not gonna say anything about (laughs) fucking right doesn't matter (laughs) fucking a well we're fucking uh we're 17 minutes in you want to talk about some southland tales i mean we can i don't know why you had to reference 17 minutes our fucking viewers have been listening this whole time they know their fucking timing well yeah i suppose so Tell me why you chose this. Tell me why you chose this. Because I, mean, I was fucking, I had no clue about this movie. I had never heard of it before. And you're like, you, you told me um, two different movies. One was South and Tales and the other one was The Scanner Darkly, which we'll, we will eventually get to. Definitely. It's, you know, it's, you showed me a preview for another it. Weird you showed me movie. the trailer for it. Yeah. It's, I'm sure it's weird, but it also was pretty fucking intriguing. So I think hmm. the reason. I honestly I don't remember what drew me to this movie. I don't remember the first time I saw it, who introduced it to me or what, but I know I saw it when it was relatively new, which was 2006 is when the movie came out. Right. Apparently, I I just found out now by looking on fucking the internet that it bombed. Oh, hard. It fucking oh, it, it ate a, shit. It fucking ate all the shit. And so, I have no idea who would have turned me on to it, but I've well, you I worked say, at Blockbuster, so I'm assuming, and you worked at Blockbuster it was during that prior time. Prior to Blockbuster, I saw this in Pennsylvania. Okay. And so I moved from Pennsylvania in 2008, so I saw it in the first two years that it came out. Okay. How or why, I have no idea, but I think what drew me to the movie is because I had these like preconceived notions of all of the people who are in that movie Sarah Michelle Geller, yeah. fucking Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean William Scott, Mandy Justin Moore. Timberlake, Mandy Moore, yep. like these high profile people. And I had these, this idea of the movies that they were in at that time and how they were portraying themselves and right. the, the typecast roles that they mm. were in. I mean, shit, still to this day, they're all in fucking typecast roles. Dude, Anybody that's still acting. And the craziest thing is, is like a lot of the people in this movie were, a lot of them were on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Like continuous members, fucking John Lovitz was a big part of the movie. Yeah, like who doesn't know John Lovitz? Who's John Lovitz? He's um the white haired uh the cop. Oh okay, yeah. I, I don't remember what his name is. I don't know um, him as John Lovitz. I know him as the fat guy. Yeah, yeah he's a fat guy. So yeah, um, I mean, just a fucking. There's so many people in here that are right? so recognizable, and it was a star-studded cast, but. I think, I think it was too fucking weird. It well, yeah, weird. what drove me to it is that it was so outlandish. Like, 
they didn't try to fucking play the stereotypical roles that these people did mm-hmm. and do like a fucking expendables bullshit where they put fucking 46 tough guys in there and make fucking 500 fighting scenes. And they're all and fucking bulletproof. Call dude. it a fucking movie. Yeah, no. They really went out on a limb to make something crazy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, granted, the plot was a little fucking retarded. Slow down the earth, fucking zero 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 yeah. zero 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 point one miles per hour, six, and all this crazy shit. Yeah. yeah, and all this crazy shit starts to happen. But I mean, at the end of the day, I thought that it flowed very well together. Mm-hmm. It worked, and everybody got to kind of like dip their toe in the water of playing right. something outside of their usual self. And it was nice to see a, a just a different aspect of a lot of very well-known people not playing the same fucking repetitive bullshit. Here, you can disagree. You can agree or disagree with me on this one, but the thing that I admired most about this movie is that every single person that they introduced, whether they had they were a minor or major character, had some sort of involvement in the overall plot. There was no characters in this movie that were just essentially kind of useless. Fillers. Everyone fucking had some sort of fingers the, the, in the bowl. The storyline was fucking genius. I mean, it was it. You know, and I don't know a lot about quantum physics, but I I would assume that. They did a little bit of research, and you know these types of things are possible by theories in real life. Quantum entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I'm a, and I'm going to preface this. I I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was. I was lost half of the movie, and until like the last act of the of the whole film, that I start putting pieces together and start understanding things. But here was my number one problem with it. I feel like the movie didn't know what it was trying to be. Was it trying to be satire? Was it trying to be a serious drama? Was it trying to be a scientific drama? What the fuck was it supposed to be? It's classified as satire. Right. It's and and it's funny in in a lot of notions. It's really funny because they poke fun at a lot of dumb shit, especially from 2008 mm-hmm. or 2007 when it came out. Cuz this is all set in 2008. And they show yeah. clips of like President Bush, and they're saying like it's an election year. Barack Obama, I guess, didn't fucking exist, but this is in like a different parallel timeline to real yeah. world. So exactly, and I, I and I understand it's satire, but I I sort of feel like the movie wasn't self-aware. We'll see. I think the reason that I enjoy it so much is because, like you, the first time that I watched it. I was I was kind of lost. I didn't know what to follow, what to look at, mm-hmm. where to go, what was coming. But I've seen the movie two, three dozen times. Right. And so I don't know if that just gave me like a better understanding or because I know the different fucking plot twists and things like that that I can follow it better. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like they did a great fucking job of portraying a hypothetical what would have happened if the United States got nuked in 2006? Right. right. Yep. Like, the opening fucking scene is still, I want to say, my second favorite opening scene. 
where it's a fucking home shot video of a Independence Day Fourth of July party. Yeah. And they're squirting water guns and shit at each yeah, other. Yeah, like and it is. Fun. It is a block party. Yeah. On Fourth of July, and it fucking culminates with a nuke. Hundred miles away. Yeah, I big th- old mushroom fucking cloud that, enough to rattle the fucking house. Yeah, I think that the the nukes were in El Paso and Abilene, Abilene. Texas. Yeah, and so. so, um, I think that they did a really good job of setting the stage of what could have happened because I mean, look what they predicted as a result of that interstate travel visas. Yep, they're already fucking talking about that in today's world. Yep. If you don't have a passport, you can't fucking fly across state lines. Essentially, if you don't yeah, have, they're talking about that. Definitely. Yeah, if you don't have the newest, most current fucking government reg, like that is why Arizona changed their driver's license yeah. because the federal government does not recognize a driver's license that will last fifty years before you have to update it. No, right. the federal mandate is a six-year reissue period. And so Arizona had to change their fucking driver's license as a result of it. Yep. And we're already on that path. And so it's it's crazy to think that in 2006, they were portraying two years in the future after a nuclear disaster right. in the United States. And some of that shit can be construed with what we have going on now. Yeah. Okay, hear me out on this one. I would I would almost attribute this movie to like a more serious take on idiocracy, like it has a more of a serious tone than idiocracy. Disagree. But it's also one of those movies that sort of is see way way. I feel like idiocracy. Idiocracy was so like dumb. Well, no, it was a great movie. Very I mean, funny. Yeah, a hundred percent a great movie. But it was so, like, I don't know, dispositioned. It was it was 100%, like you were saying, where you didn't know, this movie didn't know what it was trying to be. Okay. Idiocracy okay. Yeah. knew that it was being fucking stupid. 100% outlandish, just fucking retarded on full scale. Just went full retard. Yeah, shoot for the fences. Simple jack, yeah. way out there. <laughs> Like, that's a hundred percent what idiocracy was. And yeah. so they did not try to get things right, did not try to cater to okay. the audience, they did not try and make it somewhat believable or have any semblance of possible. Whereas Southland Tales was a mix of making fun of the idea mm-hmm. while at the same time being historically accurate and politically correct. Yeah. I think we did a very shitty job at prefacing what the actual storyline was of this movie. Oh, 100%. We just dove yeah, right in. Yeah, we went in. right into it. I was excited to we, hear what you had to say we, about it, so I didn't even try and counter We Philip DeFranco'd it. We just fucking jumped right into it. Who? You never heard of Philip DeFranco? He's a big YouTuber, does news stories and shit. Yeah. But his tagline no. is, let's just jump right into it. I don't watch YouTube. No? Well, you're probably fucking smart. Perhaps. YouTube's a fucking shithole. I mean, piece I really wouldn't go that far. So, I don't know. At, at some point, we need to preface what. Okay, well, then let's backtrack right now. Um, go for it. No, you... me? No, you. Okay. It's since, more fresh in your mind. Since I just saw it. Okay. And because you're fucking biased. Yeah, that too. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So, from my understanding, and 
I'm also retarded, so it's okay. This is true. Um, the story starts with... Uh, no, hold on. Let me just interject here. Go for it. Do a very quick synopsis and don't tell the story as it's told. Okay. Tell the um uh, up and down of the story based off of how you perceived it. Okay. Um a very prestigious movie star uh is quote kidnapped. Hold on, let me interject. Is it prestigious or prestigious? I think it's either or. I think it's the it's emphasis. Yeah, I think okay. so. Fair enough. Go ahead. A, Continue. A movie star who's very well known by the public is uh in quote uh, kidnapped and is found in a desert finds his way into a uh, in, back into LA uh, from some unknown means by a porn star and uh, in a roundabout way gets entangled in this crazy political scandal that is trying to essentially sway the public and the election that is coming up in 2008. Um, and in turn, it turns into this crazy quantum uh, theory sort of puzzle where two people essentially are um, in two places at one time. And it comes full circle with um, th- the two people actually meeting each other. And it, tearing space in in space time and what causes this is essentially um this uh fuck what <laughs> what is it called that i uh, um the energy fluid karma n- fluid karma yeah the drug that's essentially the the oh i can't remember what the drug was called the justin Timberlake mistake yeah yeah i can't remember either but there's a drug that they consistently give to people to knock them out and it fucks them up and makes them go into like crazy dream sequences. Um, but, uh, what's the energy machine that, that Trier, uh, fluid karma, fluid karma. But what, I mean, it's a self sustaining, uh, energy yeah. model based on, based on the, the currents of the ocean. And it fucks up the speed that the Earth rotates and essentially uh, causes impending apocalypse on the Earth because of said uh, because of said thing. So um, that's pretty much the... I, I feel like that's the preface of the story. Would you agree or disagree? Or I mean... Yeah. I mean, you kind of told it in the way the story tells it. Sort of. I was looking more for your like opinion of it, like yeah. your general grasp. Like, I mean, that's about it. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I mean, without fucking rehashing, without exactly completely what you just said, ruining the story, I suppose. I mean, I would say on average, maybe ten percent of our viewers are actually going to watch this movie based off of how we're discussing it. Yeah. True. I mean, it is what it is, right? I mean, granted, it's hard. Don't it's, kinda, it's hard to find. I think that this is a a great movie. I don't know anywhere on the internet that it's available. I haven't looked. I've owned the movie for well, it's on it's more on more than ten years. It's on Amazon. It's on Google Play. It's on is all it? those. Yeah, you have to pay for it, but yeah. Um, as far as free, it's not on Hulu. It's not on Netflix. It's not on whatever. Mm. But you were nice enough to to let me borrow it. So. Oh well, yeah. 
because you own it on Blu-ray, so which is strange that it even exists on Blu-ray if it's such a shitbag movie. Right, I mean, fuck. I, I thoroughly enjoy the movie. I would say once a year I watch it just because I legitimately enjoy the movie and the story that is told. Mm-hmm. And in comparison, I would say of the four or 500 movies that I own, mm-hmm. maybe 2% of them. I've watched more than one time. Right. That's one that I've watched more than a dozen. Okay. I'm with that. I'm with you on there. Here's... It gets better every time you watch it. I'll, now, it's I'll... Hard. That's hard to do. It's it's a bitter pill to swallow. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. We talked last episode about a scanner darkly. Yeah. And I'm sure that's going to be the same way for you. I don't want to overhype it because... The first time I watched it, I was stoned off my fucking ass, and I fucking, like, it took me, like, a day to digest it. It was like a mushroom trip. I had to really analyze everything that I had just fucking seen and heard, mm-hmm. but I've seen it so many times now to where it does. it no longer strikes me as odd, and I no longer have to, like, question what's going on, and I can enjoy the movie for as it is because I understand everything else that's going on around it right so i think that has a lot to do with why i enjoy southland tale so much is because i've seen it so many times that none of it confuses me i don't have to question or think about anything right i can watch right through the movie and i know what happened what's going to happen how it happened and why it happened and so i get to just enjoy the movie don't have to think about it right and i think that's an issue with watching it your first time yeah which is why half of probably the first uh i'd say half to two-thirds of the movie i was like what the fuck like what the fuck is going on right now well yeah like this guy's name is boxer this guy's name is fucking what, what's his other one uh jericho cane jericho cane mm-hmm. but i and i understood it after the fact they were giving different names to the same people in different space time, essentially where you have two people existing. Like for example, Dwayne Johnson's character was, was boxer and Jericho. But however, you come to find out it was the same person. And it was kind of two storylines. Yeah. But at the same time, they were meshed together and the film was not making it blatantly obvious that this is two different storylines, which was trippy. And it was cool when you finally get to like re, hash all that and yeah. it culminates into the effect of like oh shit yeah that makes a lot more sense now see and and it was like two parallel storylines which had like branches coming off and they'd intersect at any given moment however at like the last quarter of the movie they completely intersected and everything came full circle to where you understood like it was crazy that that and spoiler alert the the whole last scene on the on the the blimp or the zeppelin or whatever they call it how almost every single fucking person that was of noteworthy character was on that fucking zeppelin absolutely except Be- for Sean William Scott's character yeah and the the rich surgeon's son and that was and they were fucking flying on a humvee right and other than that, there was no other noteworthy characters that were left out. Well, yeah, because everybody played their role. Right. And there was nobody in there as fucking filler. 
And so right. all of the storylines and the random tangents that it took you on were building the story and the backstory so that it all made sense. Right. I I just had I I had a hard time and going back to it. It's pro if I were to go watch it again, I I would probably notice smaller little things that I would put together knowing what I know now and it would make mm-hmm. more sense. See, and that's the problem is because you're so I was so Hold on. Ca- Wasn't Tina Fey in it? No. no. The chick looked like Tina Fey though, right? No, uh Amy Poehler. That's yeah. Yeah, Amy okay. Poehler was in it. Yeah, she get, she got shot cuz she was yeah. She was like the the uh, sacrificial lamb who the white chick married the black guy and it was mm-hmm. John Lovitz's character like going in and killing and it was a racially motivated It was supposed crime. to be like yeah. a fucking like setup like just so they could yeah. film it and exactly. blow it up. Exactly. But he had live rounds in his gun. Exactly. Yeah, and they said like, "Oh yeah, well, um who she was on Saturday Night Live and she was uh do you remember the the Spartan cheerleaders, Will Ferrell? And, I never watched and, Saturday Night Live. Never watched it. Anyway, she was pretty famous, but she was the she was actually a more prolific character um, until she got shot by one of the snipers. You know what I'm talking about? That she's a short. Fuck! I gotta look it up. I gotta fucking look it up because I'm worthless. Um, her name was. I gotta say though, I'm I'm almost certain that you're not going to enjoy Scanner Darkly. Why is that? Is Just it because more you're off the wall. It's but Keanu Reeves is in it, bro. That's the whole reason I love the movie, right? Keanu like, that's Reeves the whole is reason I dude. found the movie is because I really enjoy every Keanu movie, Keanu Reeves movie I've ever seen. I've never seen a bad one. I fuck so, him. Well, yeah, probably. I'd blow him. Yeah, I'm down. And so. That is, it's such like an unknown movie of his, like Lazarus Project with fucking Paul Walker. Yeah. Nobody has seen that shit. No one fucking knows that one. I liked that fucking movie. Right. It was a dead fucking dog shit fucking made $12 at the box office movie. Right. But I liked that fucking movie because I like Paul Walker. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like Scanner Darkly is in that same realm. Indie cult films. That is definitely the realm. I mean, if anything, I feel like that's what Blockbuster fucking gave me was appreciating the fucking movies that didn't hit the big wall. Right, right. Like, I got this, I got to watch so many fucking movies, it was unreal. Like, they would, I I would take 10 movies home every single week Mm -hmm. before they hit the fucking shelves just so I could talk about them. And, in actuality, two to three, we'll call them A-list movies come out. Triple A's? Yeah. A-list movies. Fucking like Wolverine, right. X-Men. Okay. Fucking like big ticket box office fucking blast movies. Mm-hmm. Two to three come out every Tuesday. The other fucking seven to eight movies are fucking B and C-list bullshit. Right. And... Half the time I'd watch them, half the time I wouldn't. But I found a lot of fucking, like, good-ass movies with legit players in them that got no fucking love because they came out the same fucking week that Up came out. Yeah, yeah. And everyone wants to fucking rent Up because their kids want to suck that dick. Yeah, 
Like, you get a fucking big-ass movie like fucking Harry Potter comes out. It doesn't matter what the fuck got released that week. Nobody cares. Yeah, exactly. And so I found a lot of hidden gems as a result of that. Yep. What do you think your top, other than A Scanner Darkly and other than South and Tales, what do you think that your biggest hidden gem movie is? Oof. A movie that not many people know about? That's that's a tough one. Yeah. Um, those are two of like the creme de la creme. Um, I don't know. You're going to have to come back to me on that one. I don't want to sit here in too much silence. Yeah. That's a thinker. Those are two that really strike me as nobody's seen, but if you actually watch them and understand them, great movies. I can't put a, a name to another one. Yeah. I would definitely... I'm sure you've seen it, but Boondock Saints is... a. See, I wouldn't call that a no-name. It's got such a cult following. It's got a cult following now. Yeah. But if you go and have a conversation with a usual Joe Blow, it's like they have no fucking clue what you're talking about. I mean, at the same time, this generation, that's like saying Goodfellas. Yeah. How many people have watched Goodfellas? I've watched it fucking 50 times. Right? Fucking awesome movie. Or Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Well, that's Tarantino. I mean, you're going to get a huge... Any Tarantino movie. That's that's a top fucking film for me. Exactly. And so I've met many people who have never fucking seen it, but I don't consider that like a flew under the radar kind of movie. True. Uh, I don't know, man. You caught me off guard with that one. (laughs) Sorry. Caught me off guard. You know what, though? At the end of it all, I, I did enjoy watching it, and it was a nice breath of fresh air. It was a different way of watching a movie it it, and it actually was directed in a okay and he don't get me wrong and i'm not i don't mean to hate as much but i feel like because it was a two-hour movie it was actually it was over two hours it's a long movie is the theatrical cut it's Mm -hmm. over two hours it's like two hours and 20 minutes I feel like the movie could have been an hour and 45 and done the same thing. Well, yeah, if a fucking snowflake wants to see a fucking shortened up, fucking sweet to the point movie, True. then yeah. But the amount of fucking time and consideration that went into building the characters yeah. and setting the plot lines and really stringing you along to have to fucking think about what you were watching, it needed that additional time. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you there. So, just to rehash, uh, Scanner Darkly had a budget of eight million seven hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. It did four hundred thousand opening weekend, wow. and total worldwide gross was uh, seven point six million. Wow! So it like probably broke even and called it a day. It's it's got a runtime of hundred minutes. So an hour and forty. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm saying, anything Keanu does, and I'm surprised I haven't fucking seen it. Like that's stupid. I don't know how I haven't seen it because I'll I'm on that dick, left and right. God, I, in all honesty, to think of another fucking underrated movie, I'd have to stare at my fucking movies in order to see it. Like, right? Nothing really jumps out at me right now. It's driving me crazy because I know that there's a dozen. There's probably a bunch that you could enlighten me with that I have no fucking clue about. 
fuck. Well, okay. Here, for example, you showed me that movie 13. That was a great fucking movie. Right? I That's had never another seen fucking B-list movie. I had never seen it before. See, the only movies that I've seen that are completely, like, under the radar are really, really fucked up movies. Like, have you ever heard of Antichrist before? Yeah. Have you ever heard? Have you ever watched Elephant? No. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> oh you want to know a fucking underrated fucking movie? Holy shit. Are you talking shit. underrated or just, like, just flat out disgusting? Um, like, C-list. Fucking, I'm going to look it up right now. Probably made no fucking money, but a mind fuck of a movie. Oh, boy. Well, while you're at it, you might as well look up a Serbian film, too. Oh, God. We've had this conversation. Because it is fucking horrible. Yeah, we have had this conversation. There's definitely a fucking... We've had a drunk conversation before. Well, yeah. About the most disgusting shit we've ever seen. Like, the most torturous shit that we've ever seen. It's so disgusting. Because at the same token, like, man, that masochism is for fucking real. Yeah, Elephant was a crazy movie. There's another one that I can't think of the name of it, uh-huh. but it's a super fucked up movie. Like these fucking kids in like New York, one of them has fucking AIDS. It's called Kids. Kids. It's called Kids. Uh, yeah. That's, yep. yep. That's one of the things. Yeah. Of. Harold Hunter is, yeah. who was a skateboarder for, he was on New York for a while. Uh, pretty, pretty popular dude in the early 90s was cast in that film. And yeah, Kids. Fucking crazy, right? Watch fucking Elephant. Oh, I'm not gonna watch Elephant. It's it's not like a bad movie in terms of like it's gonna scar you. Like disgusting. Okay. No, it's got a little bit of disturbing, violent content, but like gore or just like fucked up shit. I'm gonna be very honest. I cannot remember. It's okay. been at least five years since I've seen the movie. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I'm okay. With but that. I'm just I'm just looking at the. Um, IMDb on it, and it references uh, brief violence, <laughs> rated R for disturbing violent content, language, oh, yeah. brief sexuality, and drug use. All use all involving teenagers. Right. Have you ever seen the movie American History X? <laughs> yes, dude. I don't know why. Who I'd... does not know where curb stomping came from? Okay, you're right. I I I'm just saying that. When violence is brought up in a conversation uh, regarding movies, that's one of the ones I think of first. Growing up, so there, I grew up in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and I went to North Penn High School. Yeah. And there was a rival football school that was eh, about half an hour away, Central Bucks West, mm-hmm. CB West. When I was a freshman, ninth grade, there was a big playoff game between North Penn and CB West. And to be 100% honest, I have no idea who won. But I know that as a result of it, there was a huge fight Mm -hmm. between players on both teams. And about a week later, they met in a parking lot like 30 on 30 and just fucking jumped each other. And three kids got curb stomped. Um, There was a total of... I think 12 people that were sentenced to prison Holy as a result shit. of this. But yes, three people, like 
legitimate American History X curb stomp. Broken oh. jaws, dental fucked for life. Oh my god. Yes. That is so fucked. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I I mean how can that makes me cringe so bad, man. My God. Oh, Gore Gore just has a very soft spot in my heart for sure. Even the Saw movies, I fucking love those movies. There, see, there's this one movie that Jordan Howitt showed me. Mm -hmm. It's I cannot remember it, but it's a fucking like Nazi movie. But it's like a satire. It's a comedy horror movie. Right. And these Nazis are like on a fucking mountain and they're zombies and they like freeze to death. I wish I could think of the fucking name of it because it, that is a top ten. I, I will give a shout out to Jordan Hallett. Jordan Hallett is the – he is the premier of like – Dog shit movies. Dog shit movies <laughs> that fucking just resonate. Yeah. He's the one who came up with fucking street trash. Oh, so here's a news article on Google about okay. it. Uh, nine teens and two adults charged in uh, the high school fight. Holy fuck. Yeah. Five North Bend high school football players, and the rest were from Central Bucks West. Question. I know you've told a story about one of your buddies, Mark, M Mikey Arduino. Okay. What's the story about him getting drunk at a football game? That Jordan, oh, shit. that Jordan's told me before. <laughs> I want to say that that was my, I was probably a junior, so 11th grade, which would have put him and Jordan in 10th grade. Mm -hmm. And we all had bottles of vodka and well, water bottles filled with vodka. Right, right. And so we go to a football game and we are just fucking shit faced hammered like throughout this entire fucking game. And I mean. I went to a big school. I mean, there was probably 6,000 kids. I graduated with like 1,800 people. No shit. Yeah. Dude, Red Mountain, our senior class was 900 people. Yeah. Like, my, if you have 1,200 people in your graduation class. My senior class, class was fucking big. I don't remember the exact number, but 1,800 is probably a stretch. If I'm not mistaken, it was in the 14 to 1,500 range. That's fucking nuts. But big enough to where you don't know everybody in your fucking senior class. That's amazing. And so we were at a fucking football game. There's probably 5,000, 6,000 people and there. And football is pretty big in North Penn? They, I mean, they were they were decent. Okay. I don't know how they ranked. Like, I don't know football well enough no, to no, know. No, no, no. I'm not saying, like, ranking team-wise. I'm saying, like, football was a big deal. Not like, Texas everyone... big deal. Okay, not not like No, Midwest. but I mean. Not like varsity Games blues. were, like, sold out. Not, not like yeah. a varsity blues. Games were thing. sold out. Okay. And so we're all just fucking hammered we each have a fucking water bottle full of vodka to ourselves and fucking walking out mikey's fucking like 16 and piss fucking drunk mm -hmm. and we have to walk right by like six fucking cops on the way out of the oh, fucking stadium dumb got shit. a fucking underage right there i gotta pee though i'm like my eyeballs are flowing i should have peed before this fucking podcast i told you bro all right we're gonna go on a short hiatus and we're gonna come back to this all right we'll be right back all right, we had a PP break. Actually, I didn't. Oh, I Floaty fucking, eyeballs over here did. I pissed like a goddamn racehorse that way. Keep drinking my beer. <laughs> Have you ever been so drunk that you pissed yourself? I've never been so drunk that I pissed myself and remembered it in the morning. That's a good sign then. 
Yeah. You you won on that one. I want to say, in all honesty, I don't think I've ever pissed myself because I was so drunk. But in the event that I did piss myself because I was so drunk. Didn't remember it? No. <laughs> I have. I also have never pissed. I've pissed on myself. Not purposefully. But because I I'm fucking retarded. I've like an idiot. Huh? I've pissed into the wind like an idiot. <laughs> I've done it too. I got so drunk at my last fucking fishing trip that I fell down fucking like 30 feet of fucking boulders. <laughs> oh my God. Woke up with fucking bruised ribs and fucking scrapes on my fucking you chest. You came back scarred. Oh yeah. Oh man. I remember that. That was fucking awful. I had fucking, I still have scar fucking scrapes, but I was like, they were visible for a good six, seven oh, months yeah. afterwards. Like I ate shit. I have a dented Yeti as a result of that. That's a, And that's a fucking hard cup. <laughs> did you right? spill your Jack and Coke? Fuck no. It had a lid on it. That's good. Dumped that a little bit, right? No. None? No. Oh, that was boy. the whole thing. Like, I was scaling down these fucking rocks, and I slipped, and there was a big-ass fucking boulder, and I fucking belly flopped that fucking shit with cup and just fucking... Smack straight down on top of the rock and just kind of went. Thought I broke some fucking ribs, but the cup just kind of fucking hit and bounced and stayed there. Like there was no <laughs> drop in the cup or nothing. It stayed fucking vertical. Oh god! You know what's funny is the first time that we ever met. Well, I I always, dude, you always fucking break shit. All your stories about fucking breaking shit and eating shit like the first time i met you i had known you for fucking 30 minutes and then you broke your fucking ankle at tempe skate park that wasn't the first time you met me that was probably the first time we met no yeah i thought we did king of the road before that no that was fucking the first really? time i met you oh yeah that i sucked. had known you for probably 45 minutes god you damn broke your fucking ankle yeah all because fucking rocks. the week prior, I had fucking hit that trick 180 into the fucking six-foot ball and decided to fucking warm up with that goddamn shit. <laughs> at 7 o'clock in the morning in the summer at fucking Tempe Skate Park. Yeah. And fucking Scott Lewis drove his mom's van. Mom, was it his van? I thought it was a Kia. No, it was his mom's no, van. No, it was the van back then, yep. yeah. That's Fuck. right. Remember we were going to go to like six skate parks that Yeah, day? we had the whole day planned and fucking 30 minutes in, I just fucking botched everything. <laughs> God, felt like such a goddamn squid from Rocket Power. You were fucking Sammy. Sammy well, I mean, squid. shit happens, though. I suppose you can't knock it. Ten years later, here the fuck we are. We're decrepit as fuck. Well, yeah, we fucking, we wake up aching. Definitely. <laughs> we're fucking old, bro. <laughs> I'm sitting here fucking wheezing. <laughs> I can hear myself. I'm winded because I put my foot on the fridge. Yeah, my feet are up, so my knees are fucked up. Oh, my God. All right, so we're about an hour in at this point. Final thoughts, uh, South and Tails. It's a wonderful movie. Everybody should watch it. It is a underappreciated, underrecognized movie that nobody gave a shot, mm-hmm. and... I don't think that it's a bad movie. I think not enough people have seen the movie. Yeah. Everything I read, and I'll agree with this, was underrated cult classic. Open up your mind before you watch this movie. Because if you go in straight and narrow, you're going to miss everything that makes the movie great. 
you are going to get lost in the shuffle because the cuts are back and forth, the timelines are different, the storylines are different, they're parallel at points, they're intersecting at some points. If you don't fucking pay attention and you don't like really think about it, you're going to get fucking lost. Yeah, this is not just a movie to fucking play Candy Crush to Yeah, while you're fucking have a movie on in the background, and this is 100% not a Netflix and chill kind of movie. No. This is, I'm an intellectual and a person that has a goddamn brain in my fucking head, mm-hmm. and I want to watch something that I actually have to watch. I'll agree with you there, 100%. Yeah, you, you cannot be distracted while watching this movie. Nope. Like If you want to scroll through your fucking Facebook newsfeed, do that shit before you bust play. Yeah. Otherwise, you will not understand anything about the movie, and you'll have this naive fucking bullshit misconception that this movie sucked because I paid attention to 40% didn't understand it. Yeah, exactly. It's just I, how it is. This is one of the first movies where I, I sat down, I watched it from start to finish, mm-hmm. and I paid attention the whole time. My phone was not up, and... Like I said, I was a little bit turned upside down, but you know, focusing and not having any distractions came full circle, and I fucking enjoyed the movie. I, I liked it. I like a thought-provoking movie, something that you really have to pay attention yeah. to what's going on, because missing even something can throw off the entire movie. Exactly. Exactly. I'm down with it. I I gotta give it. One I through five. One through five. What do you give it? I'd give it a four. Yeah. Give it a four. I'd say I'm in that four and a half range. Mm-hmm. I'd watch it again. Yeah. I mean, that's saying. A I'd lot. recommend watching it again. Yeah. You will enjoy it even more the second go around. Mm-hmm. It is. It's. It's hundred percent something that you should watch multiple times. Yeah. Because you pick up on a lot of little nuances that you never thought mattered. Mm-hmm. Or made any difference the first go. Exactly. Here I'll give you a per. You'll agree with you'll agree with me on this one. I disagree. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> in the realm of movies, you have to watch multiple times. Uh, Inception. Hundred percent. Constantine. Mm, not as much. It's it's worth watching multiple times, but. Yeah. I understood it and got the 100% just right. it the first time through. The Matrix. I had to watch The Matrix twice. Yeah. I mean, I was young when I watched it. I would it. say, I saw yeah. It in theaters. There's, so. there's parts of it that, yeah. you, that you can miss, but for the most part, Matrix is one of those ones where you can get it the first go. Yeah, yeah. Shutter Island. Shutter Island, definitely. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that one. Um, I mean, there's plenty of movies. Even the Saw movies, you can. See, I was, you can, I was never really big into the Saw movies. You can fucking miss shit there. To me, they were all fucking like garbage. They Everyone's like, like hacksaw in their leg, and I'm like, bitch, I'm just gonna kill the other person in the room. Like, like I'm not gonna cry about it. One of us is gonna die. I'm gonna make sure it's you. Like gore for the sake of being gory. Yeah, I mean, I don't like. I don't have any problem with that. Like, gore's never like, I can't see blood. Yeah, like it doesn't bother me. I just get mad at the fucking people in it. Like, you're a goddamn fucking dumbass. Yeah, this is, you're like, this is not fucking There's real. one gun in the room. Shoot the other person or you both die. Like, pfft, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
we're not going to sit here and have a fucking two-hour movie debate about yeah. who's going to die yeah. and try and fucking use the rat in the corner to saw our fucking toes off. Oof, I'm like, with no, you there. I'm just going to shoot you. I'm just going to fucking shoot you. Done. Right? Ugh. What do you want to do next week? That that was supposed to be my question to you. Ooh, man. Well, let me just interject here. So I bought the 18 beers this week. Mm. So next week I want you to buy the 18 beers. And I picked the movie for this week, so next week I want you to pick the topic. Okay. Mm, that's a really good question. Do, what do you? I'll leave this one up to you. Video game or movie? Video game that was also a movie. Video. Oh, video game that was also a movie. Mm, goof Troop. That I mean, well, it's sort of a goofy movie. And Goof Troop. Or how about, uh, fuck. See, this is, you're, See, now you're putting done, me on we, the spot here. We've done two movies in a row, right? Yes. So it we did Out nice. Cold, and then we did um, Southland Tales. Yeah. So I think that we should mix it up, and it should either be an album review. Okay. Or a game review. Hmm. Okay. We don't want to typecast ourselves as just fucking movie nerds. Even though we are movie nerds. Yeah, well, I wouldn't even call it movie nerds. There's plenty of those out there. I mean, we're not going to be the snot nose like, the director used a pan angle when he could have used a cam angle. And if he would have <laughs> used the swing bot instead of the ding bot, it would have been a better shot in fucking scene three cut 47. Like, no, we don't give a shit about that. <laughs> the fact that we know people that do that shit. Oh my God, I know. They're so annoying too. They are fucking obnoxious. I don't know why they did an overhead shot of this with a pan in from the left when they really, really just should have done a zoom out crossfade from the right. <laughs> Motherfucker, I just thought it was a good joke. I don't give a shit how they filmed it. Yeah, uh, now I'm with you, man. I got you. I mean, if you really have to break down a movie to that level to critique it, you're a douchebag. Just go home and fucking film yourself and then critique yourself. And make sure nobody ever sees it, and just don't come out of your house anymore. Just circle jerk yeah, yourself. Yeah, just hundred percent. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to put some fucking thought into this because you no, put me on the spot. No, we cannot leave this episode without cluing our viewers to next week's episode. Okay. If I make one goddamn staple, that is going to be it. Okay. All right. Um, what do I have here? What do I have here? Ah, uh, fuck. Something that you played that I played. Have you seen the new... Fucking goddammit. I say we do Goof Troop, bro. Oh, we can do Goof Troop. That just means I'm taking your fucking Super Nintendo home. No, we can play through the game in fucking 45 minutes here. You can play through the game. You and I both. Yeah, no. Okay, well... You got my Blu-ray, I want your goddamn SNES. I'll give you this fucking little bastard right Hell here. Oh yeah. There you go. Uh, or we can talk about Super Mario Brothers because that was a movie, a very shitty movie. Oh, it was a horrible movie. And we can talk about how many times we got fucking drunk playing Super Mario Brothers until we both finally beat it. Well, I beat it first. You did beat it first. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Super Mario Brothers, the original NES game? Um. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Just because I know that well enough to not even have to 
play through it. Yeah, we're gonna have either. a fucking hour long conversation about that shit. Exactly. We can talk about fucking anything. So in closure, who was your favorite character from Southland Tales and why? Who was my favorite character? Um, I actually really, really enjoyed Sarah Michelle Geller's character. If you want to fuck me, you can fuck me now. I, I thought it was a very nice sort of uh, parallel to her Cruel Intentions character. Krista now? Yeah. It so was just uh, like a sort it was of like interesting. a devious, like very hypersexual person who just is DTF. Hundred percent. But also like fucking rich as shit, hotter than fuck, like done up. I don't know about rich as shit, but fucking business savvy. Right? I mean she had a plan. I I enjoyed Sarah Michelle Geller. I I actually enjoyed fucking um for how short of a period it was, Amy Poehler's character was pretty fucking funny too. Right? Just because it was like uh, you saw her for maybe two minutes on screen, and then the other five minutes that she was relevant in this in in the movie, she was like all done up with prosthetics and had like a wig on and shit and a wedding dress. Yeah. I don't know. Did she have a massive nose too? Like yeah. A comedic nose. Yeah, like a full on like bird beak nose. I mean. Jesus. Like her, the end of her bird beak nose was like touching her top lip. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Same question in reverse. Um, I think my favorite would have been Sean William Scott. Yeah, for the sole purpose that up until that movie, Sean William Scott was the fucking American Pie, like fucking yeah, douchebag bro, fucking just retard actor. Of like he played the same role in everything, and yeah. so I think that's the only movie where I actually saw him like serious and fucking like grounded. Yeah, and until I, Goon. Yeah, but still in Goon, he was kind of still like the fucking derher yeah, retard. He was, he was timid and quiet. Yeah, but he was still like derpy. And so I think that was one of my favorite aspects of the movie. Probably my favorite character in the sense that. It was just so different than what I had expected. Yeah. And when I went, oh, man, Shaw William Scott's in here. Like, I expected someone to fucking apple pie. Exactly. Like, I expected something to be stupid you, you and quirky. You expected someone to drink fucking piss. Yeah, and not him to fucking, like, when he, like, walks into the fucking mansion for the first time mm-hmm. as he's impersonating his brother. Like, oh, man, good to see you. He's like, yeah, I'm Officer Roland Taverner. Like, yeah. yeah, man, like, I know you. He's like, I, I don't remember. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's just, like, such, like, an emotional role that I think that's the first time yeah. he got to play and yeah. got to test the waters of whether or not he could do it or not. Yeah, it's definitely not his typecast. I'm with you. I think I agree with you at the same time. So, I'm with you for sure. So is that is that the consensus, then, we're doing Super Mario Brothers? I think so. I think that's a good one. Fair Not enough. the whole series, but we're talking about the NES original Super Mario Brothers. And you have the, an NES classic? I do. It's right here. Uh, actually, it's not. It's, it's in the box over here? It's right there. It has Super Mario Brothers on it. All right, I'm going to take that home. That's fine. Okay. So, other than that, because I'll have a lot to talk about because there's a bunch of competitions coming up. Louisville Arcade Expo that revolves around Mario and cool shit that they're doing. So, I'm stoked. Well, that'll be good. Yep. All right. Until next week.
Hey, so what kind of schedule? Uh, we record on Tuesdays. That's the staple. We've, yeah. You know, I released the last episode on Sunday. Well, that's because you fucking maybe a, slacked. Yeah, maybe a Monday. Well, because the audio quality fucking sucked. Audio? Not yours. Mine. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you buy nice headphones. Shut the fuck up. So, I mean, what consensus on... on well, I guess we can talk about the soft mic. We don't have to do this right now. All right, well, I mean, it. let's close we're that. averaging 70 viewers or 70, 70 RSS subscribers. Yeah. So, what are you trying to say? I mean, what day works for what day do you think is most relevant for us to release? Wednesdays? I mean, I don't know if I can edit that fast. Or do you want Fridays. to do like Fridays? Yeah. Okay. Give them a weekend special. Deal. Friday Available is... every weekend. Yep. All right, I'm down with that. I mean, Friday is a, is a typical American pizza night. I don't doubt that at all. Exactly. And so you got to really think that, for, like, I mean, for me, I mean, Friday night's perfect for pizza. Mm-hmm. Like, um, the work week is fucking over for most normal adults. And it's like, well, fuck it. I don't feel like cooking. I don't want to go anywhere. Fucking let's just get pizza. Let's, so why let's not hit have something your street with the pizza? Car. Yeah, let's hit something with our car on the way yeah. over. Get hit by a fucking bus and scooped <laughs> up and served for fucking dinner. All right, we're fucking reaching here. Let's close this out. All right. You ready for this? Yeah, we're going to do our closing jingle. We rehearsed it. I want to suck your dick, bitch. All right, well, Ben wants to suck your dick, and yeah. so make sure that you send dick pics to Benjamin.Caruth. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I have one thing to go over before we close this out. And I okay. don't think anyone's, I don't think anyone's gonna fucking even uh, use this because it's only it's only been used once before. Let me fucking find this goddamn thing. Uh oh, there it is. Okay, we do have a, a oh damn it's not on my new phone. Oh, just what kidding. are you looking for? Just kidding. Hang on, F- motherfucker. Hang on, let me let me let me get the site up real quick, and I can figure it out. At least preface it while you're fucking doing your goddamn diligence. Okay, so we do have a phone number that we take calls to. If you have questions, comments, oh, you call so us a bunch of you have a Google Voice number. We do. So if you want to fucking call in and tell us how much we suck dicks, or how now hold on, let me just interject here real quick. How are we going to incorporate this into the stream? without simply holding a speakerphone to a goddamn microphone. Can you take a Google Voice call on your computer and record the audio and splice it in? Yep. Okay. So, to our fellow Street Pizza listeners, if you would like to call in and tell us how dog shit we are doing, the phone number here is 602-492-6080. By four, and now on average, we begin streaming about 10 p.m. Mountain Time on Tuesday nights. Mm-hmm. So anytime between 10 p.m. and 1 a.m. Mountain Time on Tuesday nights that you want to call in, dial 602-492-6054, and call us a bunch of fucking retards. You damn straight. Aside from that, you can reach us on Facebook at facebook.com slash streetpizzapodcast. Our Twitter is underscore streetpizza. Instagram is the same at underscore, underscore streetpizza. Twitch, we do twitch.tv slash Ben Carruth. 
He sucks at video games. He streams a lot less frequently than he used to. But you never know. You might see a dick slip on camera. Damn straight. I've been playing that fucking Nier Automata. Nier Automata with his pants off. That's right. God damn it. Yeah. All right. You done? I'm done. I'm good. Don't get hit by a fucking car. Get run over by a bus. Hey, guess what? Guess what, everyone? Dog shit. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck off. See you next week. Later. Later.